everyone, this is Tracy, and I'm here to welcome you to a special episode of Scavenger's Hunt. What makes this episode so special is that it is filled to the brim with love for the one and only James Anderson. James is a talented and lovely podcast creator who is part of the Scavengers Network. James was my Candle Nights giver last year, and it kicked off a beautiful and lovely friendship that I will talk about more later. So when I got this, his name this year, it felt like the fates and all the stars aligned, and I knew I really had to do something special. So I asked a bunch of people that we know, um, or that know James, to record what they appreciate and love about him. And I have to say, they really delivered. Um, it's awesome. So without further ado, I present to you the first Scavengers Hunt episode of 2020, a very special episode honoring a very special person. Happy Candle Nights, James. We love you. Welcome to a very special episode of James and You'll Miss It, the James Anderson discography podcast where every episode is over before you know it. I am your host, Colin, and I am doing a parody or one-off, off-spin, whatever you want to call it, podcast within a podcast um, to appreciate my good friend James Anderson. We have between one to five minutes to talk about James Anderson, which is why I felt it was good to start off with a little joke about the podcast that tries to be five minutes or less that James Anderson and I first worked on together. Well, sorry, it's, it's James' show, but I mean, we worked together for the first time as podcasters, and that's sort of what became the thing that solidified our friendship and caused us to sort of need to talk to each other constantly. I absolutely adore James because I'm not sure there are many people in this world, if any, who are more supportive than James Anderson. Certainly not within our community. James Anderson is going to be the first person to, um, in a positive way, egg you on when you have a new idea or something that you want to try out. James Anderson will sit with you at two in the morning and talk with you for like two hours straight about some side idea, side character quest. Oh, well, that's a different podcast, but like a side quest for, you know, the, the, the thing that you're working on and, you know, just really get down to the nitty gritty. And he asks so many great questions and, you know, really wants to help you find the best possible way to do whatever it is that you are doing. James is genuinely interested in your progress, in your process, and uh, and wants to talk with you about it. And he wants to support you, and he wants to be one of the first people to download and listen to that new thing. James is such an absolute delight. We sat down to record Blink and You'll Miss It uh, almost two years ago at the time of recording this. And it was just this sort of interesting little thing. It, James was a part of the community that had just been around for uh, barely over a year at that point of Mimbim Bambino podcasters. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, he wanted to do this show that was a Blink-182 discography podcast. And since I'm also a Blink fan, this was a, you know, an easy thing to sort of get the two of us together. Let's record something. It'll just be a couple quick episodes and that'll be it. True to our nature, James and I can never be quick about our conversations. 
James and I sat down to record just a few episodes and it took us a couple of hours. And it, you know, I, you know, in the final product, it was going to be about 25 minutes worth. And we recorded for way too long. And then he invited me back to do it again. James and I have sat down to record podcasts and sometimes just sat down to talk about random conspiracy theories, but like about music, not about like, you know, whether the moon is real or not. But the thing is that I know that if I wanted to have that conversation about whether the moon is real or not, I know that I could contact James and say, hey, you got time to talk about this? And he would be like, yes, let's do that. Let's do that right now. And let's talk about this for hours. I want to know your thought process. Go. You can't find anyone more supportive than James Anderson. And I am thrilled to be a part of a community that gets to have him be a part of it, but also that gets to help support him back. Nothing makes me happier than the support that we have here. And I genuinely think that James Anderson is a large part of that, whether it's the Scavengers Network or the Mimbim Bambino podcasters, or truthfully, just the podcast community as a whole. James is loved and admired and appreciated by, by everybody. Anyone who knows who James is, loves, admires, and appreciates him. Uh, and I, th- that's about to be my time. So I guess that's it. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble about my very good friend, James Anderson. James, I love you. I can't wait to go to another pop punk show with you. I am so happy that you're here and you have been just such an immeasurable help here at the Scavengers Network and in my personal life. So thank you very much to James Anderson. I've run out of time, so this is the end. Thank you very much. Goodbye. The first time I met James Anderson was at the first PodCon, where we ended up accidentally stalking each other all day by going to all of the same panels and live shows. And Whitney had told him, my sister had told him to say hi to me because she had been talking to some of the people from the Bim Bam podcasters group online and I hadn't yet. Uh, And so he was my first real podcasting friend. And James is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like he's suspiciously nice. If it didn't feel so sincere, it would be very suspicious. (laughs) And uh, he's just such an incredible incredibly sweet, nice, and supportive guy who I don't know how he finds time to make 83,000 podcasts in a day. Uh, But yeah, Uh, when uh, he hugged me goodbye after PodCon 2, he said Historical Hotties should be a top five podcast because he just wants that nice and supportive and wants such good things for all of the people in his life. So we're all lucky to have him as a friend. Happy candle nights to you. Happy candle nights to you. Happy candle nights, dear James. Ooh, happy candle nights to Well, that was weird. It's me, your pal Jen. Uh, I hope you like that song. I was trying to set myself apart from the thousands of other people that are going to be 
a part of this uh, James appreciation episode. Um, hey, so yeah, I'm just sitting out here on the stoop, like I do, you know. Uh, it's pretty nice out here, except, you know, I wish you were here. And, um, I'm just listening to anything but Blues Traveler, you know? <laughs> Literally anything else. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Uh, and actually, that's the thing I appreciate about you and our friendship is that I know that I can make that joke and that we'll still be friends and you won't take it personally. Um, it, I mean, if we're not still friends, I'm assuming it's because of some other joke I told that was in extremely poor taste uh, and it's probably justified on your part. Yeah, so, uh, James, I really appreciate you. You are, um, you, you are our first podcast supporter, and you've guested on our podcast three times, which is, we hardly ever have guests, so you know that's something. And I know what you're going to say, and no, it's not just, it's not only because you asked to be on. <laughs> Uh, and I'm glad you asked to be on because I'm not so good at like reaching out to ask people to do stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, you said something so powerful to me recently and I think I mentioned it to you, but I want to mention it again, uh, because it has really stuck with me. You know, I have a lot of anxiety. I know that you struggle with some of the same things that I struggle with and, uh, I had to Sometimes, like, I have real relationship anxiety, so, you know, I decide that my friends hate me or whatever, and so I have to check in. And when I checked in with you recently, you said, let me be a constant. And I don't know if you knew how powerful that those words were going to be when you wrote them, uh, but they've really, really stuck with me, and it was such a comforting thing to say and I and I do let you be a constant now because you said that I hope that if you ever are mad at me that you'll tell me but um it was just exactly what I needed to hear and so thank you I appreciate it so much I hope that I can be a constant for you too out here on the stoop you know so thank you. I love you. Thank you for being uh, a constant, a constant um, supporter of everything I do. I, uh, I just appreciate it so much. It's, it's impossible to say it too much. So thank you, James. Um, and I'm realizing now that I really should have had a pun planned because uh, you're, you know, the pun master and I'm not. I, in fact, I want, I like, let's talk about that for a second. How, how do you do that? Have you, have you intentionally become so pun filled that you just, I don't even know what question I'm trying to ask. It's a stupid start to a question. It doesn't make any sense. My question is, how do you do it, James? It's amazing. It's truly, it is truly amazing. 
Uh, I've never known anyone who can come up with puns as quickly and wittily as you do. So uh, even when I give you my version of the face, which I probably do most of the time, I do appreciate it and uh, and, uh, admire it. I'm amazed. So anyway, I don't have a pun because I'm not, I don't have that whatever that part of your brain is, isn't really a part of my brain, uh, I guess. So uh, instead, I'll just tell you a joke. It's a good joke. It's my current favorite joke to tell in audio. So here we go. Knock, knock. Shit. Wait, I did that wrong. You start. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the wit. You know, the raw wit. So anyway, I've told that a few times before. You've probably heard me tell it. But uh, let's be honest, it's funny every time. It's always going to be funny. Uh, At least I think so. And that's what matters, my friend. So I have taken up enough of your time. And um, I love you. Big hugs. Can't wait to see you again in person. It's weird that we've only met in person once, right? Anyway, okay, see you on the stoop. Jamothy Q. Anderson. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. But who is he really? On today's episode of Inside the Podcasters, we're going to go in-depth into who James Anderson really is, what makes him tick, and most importantly... What makes him one of the best gosh dang people ever? James Anderson was born somewhere at some point in time. And he was born to a family. Okay, we didn't really do our research here, but let's talk a little bit more in depth about what makes James Anderson tick. Have you heard of puns? James Anderson practically invented them, and he has the rights to every pun that's ever been made because he thinks of it first, whether he says it first or not. James loves music and talking about music, and he's very good at it because he knows quite a bit. He also loves talking with people about things that they like. He's a very passionate person, especially when it comes to people's passions. One of the best things is getting James Anderson laughing because once he gets laughing, Everyone will be laughing because his laugh is entirely contagious. Contagious. That's the new word. It's like contagious, but you fuck up when you're saying it. James is one of those magnetic people. Once you meet him, you want to be around him more and spend more time with him because he's a fucking delight. Yes, this is an official documentary of Inside the Podcasters, and we just swore. You know why? Because that's BJE. It's big James energy. Not to swear necessarily, but to put all of your passion and emotion into hyping up other people, because that's what James is all about. James is a podcaster extraordinaire, having touched several podcasts in his long, long career of, again, we didn't do our research, but he has been involved in several podcasts and is very, very good at them. We interviewed James Anderson's lifelong best friend, Daniel Spencer, about their favorite things about James. 
and one of their favorite things was that every conversation they have with James very quickly becomes ideas for new podcasts because James's creative mind knows no bounds, be it about puns or about music or about new ways to talk with people about things that they love. James just has a knack for getting the best out of people because they want to be their best in front of him because he is the absolute best at all times. Jamothy Q. Anderson was a light in this world and he will sorely be missed when he... Wait. Wait, this isn't a memorial thing? He's still around? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um... James Anderson. Happy Candle Nights. You're amazing. Hi folks, Jimmy Sprinkles here, GM of Brits on Bikes, James Anderson fanboy, and all-round tired hobbit. Now, here's an interesting little factoid for you. Our friend, Mr. James Anderson, was never actually born. At some point in the mid-80s, pop culture and punk dispersions had reached a critical mass. Bottlenecked and with nowhere to go, they exploded in a fusion of dayglow and neon. From the gaudy hue of their loins came James. His sole purpose in life is to ensure that pop culture emissions never hit such giddy heights again. You think it was a coincidence that the advent of the internet started at the exact same time that James burst into existence? Oh my dear sweet naive darlings. James is a modern day messenger, a prophet of pop, and the internet is his winged chariot. Now I've known James for a little over a year, when he and his fellow bike brigade first graciously submitted to my hounding of them when trying to start up a Kids on Bikes podcast of my own. Though if my timeline serves me correctly, it was a lengthy discussion on Salisbury Stake that bonded the two of us together. Since then we've often celebrated the differences between our two cultures, though not always fully understanding them. James has been one of many strong supporters of our show and it has been his kind words and commentary that has kept me going even when times have seemed really bleak and for that you will always have a place in my heart and a seat at my table. In fact, I'm going to take this opportunity to abuse my GM powers and grant you a little gift of my own. So, henceforth, from now until I can no longer afford the hosting fees, Marsh Haven's premier record store will be known as Anderson's Vinyl Jams. And if I get my way, my kids will be spending a fair bit of time there in the coming months. James, I love you and everything that you do. Never stop podcasting, and if possible, never stop podcasting with Erin. The two of you have an amazing on-air chemistry that I both love and envy in equal measures. I can't wait to see what harebrained ideas you come up with in 2020. Happy New Year, my dude. Candle Nights. Hi, I'm Chris Yule. Candle Night. Hi, I'm Matt Yule. Candle Nights. Candle Nights. It's a celebration of James. It is a celebration of James. Sorry, we can't do a very long thing because we're both on the road for vacationing stuff. But happy Secret Santa time from us. And here's an acrostic poem. J J is for... Jolly. A is for... Oh, come on. Apple bobbing, even at candle night's time. M is for... Magnificent mind. E is for... Extraordinary... 
S is for super. I hope you have a great holiday time this year and a happy new year. A happy new year happy and a new happy candle night. Hello, this is James W. James Wilcox of the In Theory Coming Back at Some Point World Beyond the Tale. Here to shout out James Anderson. I uh, spent the last 20 minutes scrolling through Twitter trying to figure out what our first Twitter interaction was, and it looks like it was back to the Futurama related, but it may also then have been unabashedly obsessed related. I am not 100% certain. All I know is I spent the last 20 minutes of that scrolling laughing at James because he was a genuinely funny, genuinely warm human being, and I love him for it. It's absolutely wonderful to relive some of these classic moments about, well... One moment I referred to, or no, he referred to a garage as a giant orifice in a house, and you can only imagine the rest of it. Anyway, there there's a tweet in my in my drafts from several weeks ago where uh, I had said that I am concerned that James Anderson may actually be as nice as he appears, and if that's true, then I have to reorient my entire worldview. And I believe it's true. James is a genuinely kind person, and it's been a joy to get to know him over the last two years or so that I've been a part of this podcasting community. His shows are equally brilliant and fun to listen to, but I I, I don't feel like I need to go on on that. I, I think just it's enough to talk about James himself and how fantastic he is, both as a creator and as a person. I also appreciate that uh, we've definitely kind of fed off one another pun-wise and uh, seen a little bit of inspiration from my show in Newsies Minute really warmed the cockles of my heart. I don't know that there's anything more specific than that off the top of my head. I've spent the last 48 hours in just awful illness, but I had to take a minute to shout out James and say thank you for being you and for being such a wonderful human being. Hi, James. Uh, This is Jordan Reed. And Lindsay Reed. And for me personally, the things, well, the thing I like about you the most is how kind you are. And that's one I like. And also how thoughtful you are and talented you are. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing that I really like is when there was that viral video of you that was so crazy and you did the backflip off of um, one of those big piers, the big wooden ones onto those blobs in the water and you shoot the other person off of it. But you were also the other person. And when you landed in the water, it turned to money and you donated all of it to the less fortunate and I thought that was like so crazy one thing that I love about you is that time that you got picked out of your district well your your sibling did and then you went instead and then you had to like survive out there but turns out you were really awesome at archery and like you had a big heart so you befriended everyone and then you got out alive my my favorite thing, oh, I just remembered, duh, my favorite thing about you is how you used to be a small mouse and then you rode on the back of like this big eagle or something and your name was something like Flufol or Fleefum, but you went west oh. and you just went all the way west with all your friends and like you rode a big bird. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. That was a really cool time. Well, um, what else was it? There was that time that you started a um, kind of like a group, a little club with your friends because ghosts were taking over New York City. Oh. And then you had to fight them. And you created all these cool machines to trap them and you kind of saved the world. And then like a huge marshmallow man showed up. But like that, that was no problem for you. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember that. We have a picture of we, we have a picture of you, James, on our fridge fighting the giant marshmallow man. Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, it's weird that we have a picture, too, because we weren't there. No. So that's yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Well, I guess those are a few things we really like about you, James. Yeah, there's so many to choose from. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, James. Bye. Hello, James Anderson. The only James Anderson that I know, but I do feel like this is important. First of all, I should say I'm going to sound like shit because I am sick. But sometimes when you sound sick, you actually sound really radio, and I'm really into that. So we're going to see. Either this is going to be the best I've ever sounded or it's going to be like sandpaper to your eardrums. And it's in that spirit that I want to just wish you a happy Merry Candle Nights and a happy, happy new year. That with looking forward 2020, perfect clear vision, perfectly average vision. I, your, your secret Santa has asked that I share a memory or a, a good time or a memory of you. And um, obviously, the first thing that I think of is actually, well, there's two things that I immediately thought of. The first is whenever the Mabaminos podcasters groups started, and I distinctly remember you and Aaron and Colin being some of the first names I, like, instantly recognized um, throughout the group of, like, people that were always posting and were really positive and sharing things, and and that um, some of the first podcasts that I checked out or I checked out Colin's network. I didn't really um, see a lot of his content, but I saw his, uh, the network stuff. And then I just distinctly remember looking at unabashedly obsessed's uh, album artwork. And I was like, Oh, that's how you podcast. So you've always very much been a, uh, a goal of mine is to be like the James and Aaron of podcasting, which is to be very positive creating good content that makes the world more enjoyable, more knowledgeable, more better, which is a good phrase that I know. And um, so that's the first thing I think of. I was kind of very excited whenever I first got to be on Unabashedly Obsessed with Connor, whenever you invited us on the show. And why I wanted to bring you on uh, the M word is because I just loved y'all i felt like y'all were an institution and you continue to be an institution wherever you are because you are like just such a good solid person that you everything could be built off of you and you build people up around you and so you're just like hey why don't you come step on these shoulders and we'll build this amazing thing together and that's what makes you a real good person the other thing and this is also kind of along that same lines of uh the other memory that i immediately thought of was was at podcon and obviously, at the time, Connor and I didn't know very many people, and uh, in the group, we only knew them maybe by association, except for you all, y'all, because Amen was the only other person that we had had to, you know talked to very often with, and uh, he was not there at PodCon. He was too busy being Australian, and so, but you and Aaron were there, 
And I distinctly remember after the first night, and I do have to share this on behalf of Connor because Connor uh, did not record something because I forgot to tell him, and that's on me. But also, he's traveling or something. But anyway, I um, one of the first things that Connor said when we got back to our Airbnb on the first night of PodCon uh, last year, a year ago, he said, "Hey." Let's just find James and Aaron tomorrow. And I remember he just distinctly said, just like, I just want to hang out with him all day. Because, well, one, because uh, just the social anxiety of being in this very large, massive place um, and not knowing anybody. And that y'all were just, you were just a safe port. You were just a safe place that we could come and hang out and be joyful. And then eventually that expanded rapidly for the whole group. But you were, you are such a, a wonderful person and uh, you're a lighthouse to my soul you're the the gold to my toilet you know golden toilets that's weird to say um but you are the gold to my toilet and you make life shiny and good even whenever you yourself are not feeling shiny um and i love that about you and i've already talked too long but i just want to say i love you and happy candle nights bye-bye This Candle Night season, I'd like to say thank you to my friend, the one and only wonderful and unabashedly excellent James Anderson, who I had the pleasure of speaking to a bunch of different times for his podcast, Blink and You'll Miss It, um, on a bunch of different short episodes, and my own podcast, One Letter Better, where he was on two of them. And that was just really fun. Um, he is really funny and I really enjoyed talking to him and I hope 2020 gives me a chance to speak to him again. So I'm looking forward to that. Not only is he one of the warmest and kindest people that I've met online, he also has the most powerful laugh that you'll ever hear. And as anyone who's edited his audio will know, always prone to spiking over zero and giving that good, good digital clipping. See you in 2020, James. Hey, it's Caitlin. And Cassie. From Unnatural 20s. And we're here to tell you all about our friend James and how amazing he is. But words really can't describe James. So we're going to display our feelings for James with, with sound. Supportive. Kind. Dedicated. Pod God. Devoted fan. Mm. Sounds like Sasquatch. Tom DeLonge would be proud. Talented. Exuberant. James, we haven't had the opportunity to know you for long, but in the short time we have, we know that you are incredibly supportive, incredibly kind. You have always been there to support our show, and we truly appreciate it. You are a super chill and rad dude. Thank you, James. Happy Candle Nights! Happy Candle Nights! (laughs) Hey, James. It's Morgan. You know, from podcasting, hopefully you remember me. Anyway, I just wanted to record this message to let you know how much I appreciate you. You've always been a relentless supporter of your friends and also of me, which I really appreciate. 
Hopefully I'm your friend too. I don't know. This is getting weird. Anyway, I just hope that you have a wonderful 2020 going forward because James, you deserve all the best. You are kind and compassionate and creative and just all of the nice things. I could write a poem about it, except I already did. And, um, I will not read that here now. You can just remember how nice that poem was. Anyway, happy candle nights. Hi, James. Uh, This is Micah, and I wrote a Mad Lib about the first time we met. I'm going to have the kids fill it out um, with Jen, and then I'm going to read it for the first time. All right. This is Jen and Elliot and Sadie filling out... A Mad Lib that Micah wrote about his good friend James. Okay? Yes. Yay! Okay. Good friend James! (laughs) Hey, it's Elliot. The kids are my super fan. (laughs) All right, here we go. Go Mary. So, first, (laughs) silly middle name. And Micah says that there is a difference between a silly name and a silly middle name. So make sure that what you say is a silly middle name. Jones. Oh. That's not a silly middle name, dang it. Um. Jindo. 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 Jindo, okay? Yeah. Sadie, now you? Silly middle name? Um. Selmo. (laughs) Selmo. Okay. Good one. Okay. Good one. That was. Hey, this thing that Dad wrote is long. We gotta move it along. Adjective. You remember what an adjective is? No. Describing word. Oh. Um. Go ahead, Elliot. Long. Long. <laughs> okay. Another silly middle name. Okay. Okay, that's a lot of silly. Um. Diggolo. Dig. Um, Diggolo. Diggolo. <laughs> Diggolo. Gerd. No, Diggolo. Gerd. Dig. Diggle. Diggle. O. Yes, diggle-o. Diggle-o. Okay. Past tense verb. Um, I don't know Besties. what that means. Okay. Besties. <laughs> this is going to be so weird. Okay, noun. Couch. Couch. Okay. Couch. We'll take, okay, adverb. It's a word that describes a verb. It's sometimes, it often ends in L-Y. Puggishly. Puggishly? Yes. Okay. Turd. Turdly. Turdish. No. Turdish. Too late. Past tense verb. Sadie. Something you did or someone did. Eat a sandwich. He has. Okay. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. I said part of the thing. Okay. I'm going to change the words a little bit so it's eaten a sandwich. (laughs) But that is very good. Okay. Superlative. Superlative means... A word like biggest or smallest or worst oh, or bestest. Um, adjective. It's the most adjective. Um, Describing. Sweaty. <laughs> Sweaty. I would have said clean. So. Okay. <laughs> clean. I next was adjective, so I'll put clean. Okay. Amount of time, plural. So like minutes, days, hours, years, centuries. 30 years. Okay, for... 
Okay. Uh, noun? Bottle. Bottle. Verb? Doing. Winging. Winging? Yes. Oh, winging it. Winging. I'll put winging it. <laughs> Adjective? Descriptive. <laughs> okay. Descriptive. Um, okay. Noun? Noun one. Turd. Whatever that means. Turd. Turd. Good one. Noun two. Airport. <laughs> oh, it is the same noun. Okay, um, put turd in there again. Noun, plural noun. I don't know. More than one noun. More than microphones. one. Microphones. Color. Um, light purple. <laughs> Violet. Okay, fake swear. So like a bad word, like a word. Glav. Okay. Bungle. Glav's good. Is that okay? Glav. Adjective. Loud. Loud. Verb. Kiss. This needs to be a past tense uh, action. I'm kissed. Adverb. Paddington. <laughs> That's not. Okay, um, you know what? I'm putting slowly it. Slowly chewed a sandwich. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> slowly eat a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Plural noun. Bears. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bears is funny. <laughs> noun one. Oh, we're back to turd. That's noun one. Noun. Pork. No, pork. pork. No, pork is good. Past tense verb. Oh, runned. Scap. Ran. Ran. Scap. Adjective. Adjective? Mm-hmm. Oh, Swampy. Okay. Swampy. Exclamation. Something you would yell. Ghost! Ghost! <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny in that context? <laughs> Sid, are you looking at it? Don't look at it. No, no. Okay. Ghost! Ghost! <laughs> Past tense verb. Watched. Sound. Bang! Cricket! <laughs> cricket! Bang cricket! Do bang cricket. Bang cricket? Mm. No, just do bang. Bang cricket. Bang. Bang. I wrote band. But bang. <laughs> um, that would actually work. That's also band. a sound, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Verb ending in ing. Verbing. <laughs> Verbing. Oh my god. Verbing. Mad libbing. Recording? Recording. Recording. Oh. Oh, look. Fake swear again. Uh, what was it? Flurp. Glav. Flurp. It was Glav. No, it's the same one. Wait, are you gonna read this? Dad's to... gonna read it. Mm, hard. Um, hard. Noun. Cork. Cork? Cork. I said cork. <laughs> Next one is my You guys, I just want to point out you haven't said but at all. What, I did what's the box. next one? Next one is the net. Uh, whoops. The next one is monster body part one. Monster body part. Extra arm. Extra arm. Okay. Monster body part two. Three eyes. Bodily fluid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um. Wait. What? Bodily fluid. Breast milk. Breast milk. <laughs> is it funny? <laughs> I'm like, this is great. I'm a little disappointed that we never even used butts. 
a single time. We could use Butts. Wait, we're finished? Can we change one of the silly middle names to Butts? Yes, yes. yes. The first silly middle name should be Butts. Actually, I like your middle names a lot. What were they? Selma. 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 Okay. Part one done. Okay, now that they've done their part, I did not listen. I was sitting on the other side of the trailer listening to Werewolf Bar Mitzvah Mitzvah on repeat, as you do. Um, So I haven't heard any of this. So now I will read for the first time ever a Mad Lib, How I Befriended James Jindo Anderson. (laughs) Hello, my name is Micah Selmo Shelton. I am the father of two long children, (laughs) Elliot and Sadie. I am also married to Jen (laughs) Diggolo Freeman. (laughs) Together, we record a podcast called I Never Bested That. I mention all this because many people think I met James through podcasting. True, he was the first subscriber to our butt. He is puggishly supportive. He has eaten a sandwich on our podcast. (laughs) And he gives the bestest hugs. For real, they are sweaty and clean. The top two things you want in a hug. But I digress. For 30 years, the world has thought that was all there was to it. But now the full story can be told. James saved my bottle. (laughs) One night, I was winging it in the moonlit woods, woods, and I heard a descriptive noise in a bush next to me. (laughs) Luckily, I had brought along my turd and a large airport. (laughs) I turned on my turd and shined it on the nearby microphones. I didn't see anything right away, but just as I was about to turn off the light and walk away, I saw a bright light purple flash out of the corner of my eye. Just at that moment, a branch fell from above and slammed into my side, and I yelled, Glav! I turned my light just in time to see a long, loud tail dragging along the ground away from me. I reached to pull out my airport, but it was gone. Defenseless, I jumped to my feet and kissed in the opposite direction (laughs) as slowly as I could. (laughs) In my haste, I lost the trail and quickly found myself in thick bears and uneven ground. The brush blocked out the moonlight, but I could see a little clearing to my left. I used my turd to hack away at the branches and move in that direction. As I broke out into the clearing, I heard the roar of a pork engine and the squeal of tires sliding to a stop. Headlights swung around and momentarily blinded me. A door clicked open, and the headlights ran off. Before my eyes adjusted, I heard a swampy voice. Micah, you're okay. Ghost! James Anderson rushed forward and hugged me. I instantly felt safe. I told you his hugs were the bestest. We watched in his car as I told him what had happened. As we turned around, the back of the car lurched, and we heard a bang. James floored it, and we sped away. James told me he was at home recording a Stephen King novel when his phone rang. He saw my name on the caller ID, and as he answered it, he heard me yell, Glav! He knew something was hard, so he hacked into the nearest cell tower, triangulated my cork, and came to save me. The next day, we looked at his car and saw an extra arm and three eyes stuck in his trunk. And bumper and breast milk everywhere. (laughs) No one ever saw the monster in the woods again, but that's how James Anderson saved my life. Years later, we coincidentally met at PodCon.
The end. Thank you all so much for helping me. I have a question. Like, yes. Are there any words that would have made that story make sense? Yes, I, I, I actually, I actually wrote the story with real words in there, oh, you need and to then send took them out. To James. Well, I already deleted them, so the world will never know. Thank you, James. I hope you enjoyed that. We really had fun, as I hope you could hear. Um, and I hope you have the best candle nights because you deserve it. You're a very, very sweet friend and endlessly supportive. That was one of the real words and that was in there. The most sweaty clean hugs. <laughs> yes, the sweatiest and the cleanest, which are the top two things you want in a hug. So, well done. So, um. Hello, James. It's um, number one Kids on Bikes fan, Elliot. Um, I wanted to say that you were great on Kids on Bikes. Um, and um, Mary's the greatest. Keep killing witches. <laughs> Hi, James. That was it's Sadie. Sadie. That's it. The number one Kids on Bikes fan. Number two. <laughs> number two, one. One, number two, one. one. Happy candle nights. Okay, this is impossible. This is take like 400 because this prompt is just undoable. I have to try and explain my feelings about James Anderson in under five minutes. I cannot express just using normal words how I feel about James. So I'm going to do what I do better and express myself through a single person film noir exposition style drama. I don't know why this has become my preferred method of conveying sincere emotion, but it is. So, James, this is for you. August 23rd. A cool breeze blew through the open windows of my office, stirring the cigarette smoke up in little eddies and waving about my festive toothpick flag collection. I sat at my desk, scrolling through YouTube, killing time, when the door swung open and none other walked in than Carl. Carl looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, Hi, Carl, and Carl said, Hi, Mason. But I could tell by the way he said my name that something was on his mind. Carl carried with him a large manila envelope, which he brandished at me delicately before sliding it across my desk and saying, You should probably look at this, before leaving the room in a rush. My curiosity quite piqued. I cracked open the manila envelope, folding up the two metal tabby thingies only to discover that Carl had licked it shut as well, which is just a total waste of envelope. The metal does just fine, and then you can reuse it. Think of the trees, Carl. But after I got over that, I had to know what was inside. So I slid out the documents, and what did I see? James, middle name redacted, potentially no wiki, Anderson. James and I go way back. A couple months, actually. You see, James was a podcaster, still is. But unlike most podcasters, he doesn't just do one show. No, James does many. Daily shows, rewatch shows, music shows. Not only is he skilled in the art of conducting an interview or summing up succinctly what makes a song tick, James was always there to lift up his friends. It was a shame to see his name come across my desk. As I pulled more out of the envelope, I discovered an attached photograph affixed with a small silver paperclip. The picture was so hot, I lit my next cigarette just by holding it nearby, and I continued to read. It listed James as being not a man of few words, in fact, a man of most words, but a man whose words carried weight. 
When James told you something was cool or worth your time, you knew it to be true. When James says you're worthwhile, you know that he means what he says. James has this thoughtful nature, this sincere, goofy, earnest, fun, kind, but at the same time impactful and thoughtful nature. James can offer you advice that will lead you down the path of righteousness. James can make you laugh so hard you'll need surgery. But unfortunately, James had got himself caught up in a fool's game. Near the bottom of the document, as I finished my cigarette, I saw his crimes. Smuggling illicit puns. Stealing hearts. And some minor larceny, but that's not a big deal. Age unknown. Height eight feet tall. Eye color stunning. I knew it to be true, for I knew James. He was a beautiful person, a wonderful man. Someone who I looked up to immensely. It is a shame that I had to be tasked with performing the actions of the long arm of the law and bringing him into justice when I'd rather just bring him into a nice lawful hug. James Anderson. That was 100% sincere. I know it's kind of goofy, but it, I, I mean, like, I haven't known James for the longest time. In fact, in, in like the scale of my life, I haven't known him for very long at all. But that doesn't matter when you meet someone who has an impact on you. The thing that I, I have a hard time phrasing this, but for some reason, he's one of those people who just has this vibe that is so assuring and comforting and it sounds weird to say it like that, but like when James gives you a compliment, it feels like a tangible thing. And I don't know how to describe that. I've met very few people who have that kind of energy. And that's on top of being just a creative genius and always supportive of his friends, but also like strong-willed and very able to teach and be of service and be assistive and just... I don't think I've ever had an interaction with James where I didn't come away thinking that he was even cooler than before that interaction. James's ability to switch from, you know, hosting, directing, moving along a show to coming up with new show concepts to working with the leadership team on developing new ideas, seeing him help other friends and just be supportive and be there for people. He's honestly one of the one of the people I really look up to a lot. He just has this magic to him. I don't know what it is, James, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out your magic. Now that sounds weird and like aggressive. Um, man, I don't, I don't know how to wrap this up. I should ask James, but that would ruin the surprise. James, when you hear this, tell me how I could have done, done this a little bit better. I need your help. Also, you should do audiobooks because that voice is butter. James's candle night message from Aaron. Take 10. Yes. 10 because I didn't write anything down and so I have just rambled incessantly and repeated myself and referenced things in previous takes and then had to stop the take because it didn't make any sense. So take 10. When I think about what my life would look like if it did not include James, first of all, I don't want to think about that because it would look a lot less good, but also just so many elements of my life tie back to James and not just because we've known each other for so long. I mean, we've known each other for over 20 years, which is stupid if you think about how long we have known each other, but 
like even just specifically podcasting, if James had not said to me four years ago, five years ago, I don't even remember how long ago, but if James hadn't said to me, hey, we should do a podcast, I honestly don't know what my life today would look like because so many of my friends, so many of the people that I talk to on a regular basis are people that I have met through podcasting. And if James hadn't suggested we start a podcast, I I guess I should be talking directly to you, James, not to the world at large. So James, if you had not said, hey, let's do a podcast, think of all of the people that I would not know. I wouldn't know any of the people we met at PodCon. I wouldn't know any of the Wham Juice people. I wouldn't know most of my friends, honestly. Like, that's wild to me. Even my writing life would look different if you had not said, let's start a podcast. Because if you hadn't said, let's start a podcast, I may never have met Liz. And thinking about what my writing life would look like without Liz as a part of it is just like... This is the thing that just occurred to me in this moment, this 10th take of this message, that even my writing life would look different because I wouldn't know Liz, who has been one of my primary writing buddies for over a year now. And that like, that's, that's wild to me. If you had not said, let's start a podcast and subsequently said, hey, this Mbimbino podcasters group is actually pretty great. You should join it. My my life would be unrecognizable from what it is now. So thank you, James, for bringing me into this world of amazing people who have made my life so much richer. That's all thanks to you. And I mean, obviously you know I love you and you know that you're great and there are so many ways that my life would be different without you in it and they're all bad ways. My life would be bad if you weren't in it. But I just, I don't know. Like in in recording this message, I'm realizing exactly how different my life would look. And I realize that I keep saying my life, me, me, me. It's all about me. This is a message about you. But at this point, I feel like we've known each other for so long. And so many of the things that are important in my day-to-day are linked to you that I don't think I can talk about how great you are and how much I love you without also talking about how our friendship affects me. So me, me, me. But like, I just... I don't know. I don't want to think about it because my life is so much better and richer for having you in it. So thank you for everything that you have brought into my life. Thank you for being my best friend and my podcasting partner and one of my biggest supporters and champions. And just thank you for everything. And happy candle nights. Hi guys, my name is Kristen and I'm James's wife and I just wanted to come on and tell James how proud I am 
of all the podcasts that he's made, both in the past year and really, I don't even know how many years he's been doing this now. Um, he actually started this, I think he started this when I was pregnant with our first, so I guess it's been 10 years. Um, he started it because I would fall asleep early, you know, growing a human and all made me really tired. And he was looking for something to do. So he got into recording, and I've just been in awe of what he's taken that to, the levels, um, you know, getting into sold-out screenings of his favorite author, um, you know, going halfway across the country to meet a lot of you guys, um, becoming onto this network, and I just know that, you know, he's going to keep on creating even more amazing content in the coming years, and I'm excited to see where he'll go with this. Um, thank you guys for creating this for him. I know it's going to mean a lot. And I'm just happy that he has this network. So first of all, I want to say thank you so, 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 so much to everyone who participated in recording, recorded something for James for this episode, because um, I asked a lot of people and almost every single one of them was able to, and that, I didn't give them a lot of time either. Um, I tend to procrastinate on things. So everybody here really only had a few days to pull this together and they did and it was phenomenal and I know there are a lot of people that definitely could have said things that just didn't get the chance or honestly that I probably forgot about or missed or whatever or, or don't even realize that James knows them so if I missed you I'm very sorry um, but thank you to everyone who did participate because this was amazing like listening to all of you talk about how influential James has been on your has been on your life has just made me appreciate James even more than I already did which was amazing and it made me appreciate the friends that I've made too um just to know that I'm in such a caring and thoughtful group of people that would just do all these things at the drop of a hat is just like the coolest feeling I I know I've really lucked out um, with everyone here and people that I've never even talked to before. So I want to especially thank Colin Parker, Daniel Spencer, and Aaron King for helping me contact people because um, they're people that I know that James knows and cares about and vice versa that know him that I've never talked to before. So it felt kind of weird just reaching out into the blue, but I want to thank the three of you for helping me pull this together and for all the people that participated. It's just, it's so cool. Um, so I guess to get into how I know James, this is my part of the Candle Nights gift. Um, so I met James last year through the Candle Nights gift exchange. So James got my name and um, he listened to my podcast I was doing at the time and he left a review, made a Facebook post about it, tweeted about it, and contacted me to let me know that he enjoyed the show, and we started talking, and we became friends. And um, he also sent me a really cool set of dice, which I still use and appreciate to this day. Um, so it was perfect timing because I wanted to go to PodCon, but I didn't know anybody that was going to PodCon. And James told me that he was going to PodCon and that he knew some people that were staying in the house, which ended up to be Dan, Colin, and Beth, uh, three other amazing people I got to meet this year. So James is the whole reason, and I might have talked about this before on the podcast, um, but 
specifically thank you, James, because you were the whole reason I went to PodCon and the whole reason I was comfortable meeting all these people and that I fell in with this group. Um, so that has just been lit- literally life-changing. Like, I, it sounds so, I guess, douchey to just throw that word around and just be like, oh, James, you changed my life. But, like, you kind of did. Like, it, it's been... Yeah, I don't think I would have I would have done half the things in podcasting or any of them. I wouldn't be part of the Scavengers Network. Like, I wouldn't know this group of people that I have now. I mean, like Erin said in hers where she's like, I feel like it's all about me, 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 and what you've done for my life. But it, it's like real, James. You're just such a kind person, and you care about people so much. And when we're in, like, group conversations or just one-on-one conversations, like you're so good at compliments that I, I, I've like gotten better at taking compliments simply because you give them so frequently and so well. And it's not that you over give compliments. It's literally that you mean them. Like several people in this episode have said, when James gives a compliment, you know, it's real, it's sincere, it's genuine. And you're just so good at them. And you're so good at so many podcasts. I mean, just being interviewed by you on what Hot American Moon Juice was awesome. You did such an incredible job and I just appreciate you so much and I hope that this comes through on this episode because you mean a lot to me and to my life and I I don't know what I would do without you. So I'm very happy that you were in my life and all the other people that recorded for this episode and that I've met through podcasting. Like, I love you all too. And everyone is fabulous and I'm starting to ramble. Um, but I feel like an episode like this could be done for every single person that participated. Like everyone is so fantastic. And I don't know how I lucked out to be in this group of people. So James, I hope that this is a good candle nights present for you and that, um, you weren't too concerned that your secret Candle Night Skipper had forgotten about you because it's literally the last day that you're supposed to get your gift. And also there is something in the mail for you too, which is just going to be late because of who I am as a person. But you know, better late than never. You love me no matter what I think. So I guess enjoy it when it gets there. But I love you very, very much. Oh, and James let me stay at his house this year when I was in Virginia, so that was also super kind of you. So, yeah. Thank you, James. I'm really looking forward to actually having a podcast with you next year and all the other cool things that um, you're going to do and that we're going to get up to next year. So, I love you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again to everyone who participated. I'm just so, so, so happy to be going into 2020 with this awesome, friendly energy that comes from all the people around me. Bye!